We had quite a strong market move today. The S&P 500 was up close to 2%. All the indices virtually up close to 2%. Quite a strong day, and it was certainly packed, in my opinion, with plenty of macroeconomic news and data that is important for us to interpret. Let's start with the first thing, because in my opinion, it's the most important, and we've talked about in previous videos, how I think it's the most important, and that's the Fed. The market coming into today was pricing in the notion that Russia-Ukraine tensions might cause the Fed to be a little dovish. How could they possibly increase rates and get hawkish when we've got all this geopolitical uncertainty and the risks it poses? The market was pricing for that. We saw over the last couple of days, bond yields fall quite significantly. It seemed that that fall in yields was helping markets not do anything crazy. Um, remained relatively flat the past couple days. And Jerome Powell basically said, we've got inflation, we've got to handle that, and we're going to handle that however we have to do it. And geopolitical uncertainty at this moment is not warranting a change in our policy. So in my opinion, there was a slight mismatch in terms of what the market was pricing and what the Fed delivered. And we did see that. Bond yields rose quite significantly today, and there was a little bit of a removal of the flight to safety trade. In my opinion, that is quite notable, um, and maybe that mismatch is still occurring with regards to the stock market because yields rose quite significantly, kind of indicating a shift is going to occur that yields aren't going to continue to go down but are going to continue to rise, and the market had quite a strong day. But maybe that had something to do with Russia and Ukraine, and I certainly hope it did, and I certainly hope we get a resolution tomorrow. I, I've mentioned and talked about Russia-Ukraine. I don't think this issue should have ever happened, and I've recently hired a Eurasian geopolitical strategist for the newly established firm, Left-Skewed Investment Management, and my geopolitical strategist, or analyst, uh, suggests and implies and has shown me all the research that I'm fully convinced that Russia's goal is not to take over Ukraine, but is simply to push NATO back. And we saw that come out of Russia today, where one, they were willing to discuss ceasefire, and two, they want the Ukrainian people to elect their leaders, and they also want a list of military equipment that Ukraine can't have. And if you remember, if you've been following the invasion, one of the first areas they went to attack was a uh, Ukrainian nuclear base. So I think Russia's, uh, Russia's intentions are pretty clear despite all of the uh, you know, media and noise, etc. Hopefully we get a re resolution tomorrow. There's a good chance of that, and I think that'll be a good thing and possibly provide some stability to markets, even though I believe that this was all gonna be a short-term situation, I guess resolved relatively quickly. Um, hopefully we get a ceasefire and we end it tomorrow, because we can end it tomorrow. We didn't need to get here, we did. And in my opinion, we could end it at any moment, and hopefully that day is tomorrow. So if we get Russia, Ukraine in the past, then the attention has to go back to the Fed. And the Fed, in my opinion, has every indication that they're going to begin raising rates and attacking inflation, which is currently around 7%, which is quite high, and probably means they have to do a lot. Uh, they're now saying they're not going to get to 2% by the end of this year. It's going to be above 2.5% inflation. And that hopefully will be at 2% next year. 
Um, and I've heard some people say hopefully 2% in 2024. So we've got high inflation. We've got a Fed that is not indicating any sort of new dovishness. I think it could mean choppy waters. However, I'm fully invested. I'm all in. I've got a very small cash position. It's basically irrelevant, around 1%, 2%, maybe 3%. But I'm not ignoring the potential downside because I think there is a meaningful downside risk. What I've done today is I've used some of that cash to buy S&P 500, SPY, put options out into May. I think this is a good time that if there is going to be a downturn and a continued downturn, those put options will provide me protection. They are out of the money put options. And uh, I feel pretty comfortable with that. I'm all in. And we, we've gone over how I'm picking stocks. I'm picking stocks that are well-priced based on valuation that are cheaper than they should be or cheaper than they have been historically and have good products or improving products and have meaningful potential, potential for growth. I did add one additional name today and that was Alibaba. I'm not a China fanboy. In terms of investing, I think it's best to be uh, rather agnostic to these kinds of things, even Russia. When the ruble plunged 30%, I was looking at how I could buy some ruble because like I said, I didn't expect the situation to last very long. Hopefully it's gonna end tomorrow. That was just Monday morning Monday or Sunday night when I was looking at doing that. So we've got a Fed coming in, but we've also got good economic fundamentals. The economy is fundamentally sound. Consumers are spending, unemployment is low, incomes are up. So there's a number of competing forces here. The Fed, obviously, in my opinion, is the strongest. It has allowed this market to rally so high. Fears around the Fed, in my opinion, has led to the decline to start the year. So we've got to consider these two competing forces. Strong economy, Fed, that is raising rates. We discussed the last three versus historically how it's done the last three when the Fed has raised rates. The first time the market's down several months out, but throughout history, it's typically up. So it's a very complex environment um, that we're navigating right now. And because of that, I think it's important to be prepared for some downside. I don't think that possibility is eliminated just because Russia, Ukraine ends. Maybe the market rallies tomorrow, and then a week later we forget about Russia, Ukraine, and all of a sudden we're thinking about and discussing the Fed raising rates and a possibly not shrinking economy, but slower growth economy, an economy that is still strong, but not really growing fast like it did last year. And that might cause some chop. So I'm still advising that you be aware of some chop, but I'm also suggesting that the economic fundamentals remain strong. And if there are opportunities out there in the market in Stocks that have good valuations, and if they're big and old, and etc., trade at good valuations relative to their earnings. And if not, have very compelling products that if you do a long enough discounted cash flow analysis, I don't use models really, I use more analysis, just because you know when you get a 10-year models, who can really predict 10 years out? That uh, those stocks are trading at good valuations even if they're not really making money, in my opinion, they can still be good buys. I've heard ARK um, 
there was a, uh, in, uh, the head of ARC Research recently was on the Meet Kevin YouTube channel, who is very informative, and I would suggest checking him out, discuss how a lot of value investors actually view them as a value company because they do discounted cash flow models on a 10-year time horizon. So, and value investors typically take a longer term outlook. So, if you pick the right names, I think you're okay. However, I expect the market to be choppy, so it may be appropriate to add some downside protection or at least be prepared for that. If you are not comfortable buying options, because I know that is something people are not comfortable doing, I was there at one point, I think a cash position is warranted and safe, particularly if you are not in a high net worth bracket, if you are not eligible to be a client of left skewed investment management. If you are an average type person, like myself, you need to have some cash, or at least be prepared for some downside. So, we'll see what happens. It's a highly uncertain environment. I can see the market continue to turn up, but I can also see it take a little bit more spill. So, we'll see what happens. That's today's video, and until next time, peace out. Unless whoever just hopped in has got a question, feel free to drop it. I'm here to chat, but if there's no question, I'm going to tune it out in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Peace out.